only intention matters from the chapter the karmic cycle can be broken from the book the living enlightenment by shri nityananda paramashivam only intention matters a beautiful story from the devotional vedic scripture bhagavatam krishna reached the banks of river yamuna with the gopis his milkmaid friends they wanted to cross the river but there was no way to cross krishna declared if i am if i am a true brahmachari then let the yamuna part and let us go across the yamuna parted outwardly it may seem that krishna was with the girls like other ordinary men but krishna was beyond the body mind his actions did not carry the intention of an ordinary man it is the intention of any act that matters not the act itself intention is the baggage the karma not the action if action creates intention it becomes the baggage pure action with no end objective is not karma the master's presence affects the intention see whatever you are doing in the presence of the master you are doing for the master you know that it is no way going to build your name or fame so the action happens without intention there is no intention the intention is the master's the action is yours intention is in the being of the person who has no intentions you see the total sanchita karma can be yours or mine mine is divine play yours is suffering when it started your total sanchita karma also started as a divine play but after gathering more and more gathered akamya karma it became dirty but after gathering more and more gathered agamya karma it became dirty because i have no karma when you flow with me you will also act without intention action without intention is living enlightenment action without intention is free from karma if a person has committed 10 murders the quantity of murders will not be recorded but the intensity of the murderer will be recorded it is the quality the mindset and the attitude that carries the karmic burden that is why krishna says again and again in the bhagavad gita that intention is much more important than action that is the message of the whole gita he says when you are without intention i will take care action does not get recorded only intention gets recorded The Mahabharata tells us the beautiful story of a courtesan and a monk. There was a monk who lived across a courtesan's house. He used to keep a count of the men coming to her house and used to imagine all kinds of things about her lifestyle. The woman spent all her free time praying to Krishna to redeem her from her miserable life. One day they both died at the same time. Both reached the court of Yama, the god of death. Yama looked at the record of their lives and gave the decision. The monk should go to hell and the woman should go to heaven. The monk was shocked and started protesting. I lived such a pious life while she lived such an immoral life. How can I be sent to hell and she to heaven? 
Yama replied, In my court of judgment, your actions are of no value. Only your intent matters. You wore a monk's robes and lived a good life outwardly, but your inner space was filled with lust. So in the outer world, your body is now being buried with honor, but you have to suffer hell. The woman's heart was forever with Krishna, even while her body was sold to men. So her body doesn't have anybody to even do the last rites, but she is going to heaven. It is the intention and attitude that counts. An enlightened being and incarnation is one with existence. An enlightened being can only operate in tune with existence. He can never be out of tune. The actions of an enlightened master can never be without awareness and compassion. Since we do not have the consciousness of or awareness, we cannot justify our actions by saying they are similar to those of an enlightened being. Be very clear. The action may look similar outwardly, but the intention, the inner space, the attitude is completely different. A beautiful story from the life of Adi Shankara. Once while Shankara was wandering with his disciples, he suddenly felt thirsty. They were in the middle of nowhere. They traveled further and finally came across one shop. Shankara went to the man in the shop and asked for some water to drink. The man said, I'm sorry, but I have nothing to offer you except liquor. That is all I have. Shankara replied, all right, please give me some. He drank a glass of liquor and thanked the man. The disciples were shocked to see their master drink liquor. The thirsty disciples decided to follow the master and they all drank liquor to their heart's content. When they resumed their journey, Shankara continued to walk normally, but the disciples under the effect of liquor were not even able to keep the next step properly. They went up further and further and after some distance came across an iron forge. Shankara went up to the man who was pouring molten iron into the cast. He asked him for a glass of water. The man apologized, saying he didn't have any water to offer. Shankara said, All right, please give me the molten iron then. The man and Shankara's disciples were all shocked. The man gave Shankara the hot molten iron which he just poured into his mouth as if it was water. He then turned around to his disciples and said, You may also drink now. The disciples stood with their heads lowered. Shankara then explained, Do not follow what I do, follow what I say. Otherwise, you just choose to follow what your mind tells you. Understand, the very plane on which enlightened beings exist is different from the normal human plane of existence. So they do not need to and cannot do things according to usual logic. Their intention is what is important, which cannot be explained in terms of ordinary logic. An enlightened being has no personal interest because he has no individual identity. His identity is dissolved in the identity of the whole universe. Intention and action. If the depth of the intention is more of more and of the action is less, the person is lazy or in tamas. If the depth of intention and of the action is the same, the person is in restless action or rajas. If there is no intention but only the action, he is in purposeless action or sattva. That is why Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita, Fight, O Arjuna, 
it is not the act of killing that will be recorded but the intention that will be recorded the intention of arjuna is the intention of krishna who is a being with no intention as he is one with the cosmos when you act in tune with the cosmos the whole cosmos blesses you you attract all kinds of positive coincidences around you that is why when people contribute even a little to the cause of such a person they are showered in abundance from all corners the power of daily intention we have seven layers or seven bodies of energy which are physical pranic mental etheric causal pleasure and nirvanic please understand in the causal layer are gathered or agamya karma is completely available for us see in the causal body you may have the skills to play cricket golf and tennis but if you get up from deep sleep with a strong will or intention to play cr- cricket then you will also bring from the causal body the intelligence to play cricket you will be naturally led into the situations the atmosphere and the intelligence for it if you go to sleep at night with a strong intention to play golf and you wake up in the morning with the strong intention to play golf then you will bring with you that intelligence to play golf the causal layer is an exchange place it is like monetary exchange in the causal layer you can exchange anything when you go to the causal layer the karma of this birth itself can be changed if you have that strong intention every day this is true freedom strong intention has the capacity to change the gathered agamya karma and the prarabdha karma of this birth it cannot change the total sanchita karma sanchita karma can only be changed by the grace of the master one who is without karmas